If um, you're visiting, we already prepped you by letting you know this is going to be an unusual service. Derek asked me to uh, share some words of really abbreviated um, talk to try to get our bearings with what, what's happening. And I want to say, if you're visiting or if you are oblivious to uh, some of the dynamics that have been occurring around here, what has been said is really true. Everybody's hurt, the, the, you, you know, church and school, and now parents. So uh, everybody's hurt and could use ministry. Um, but if you uh, were not, not privy to this, what I want to share is applicable, certainly knowing what has been transpiring to just a small degree. I'm not aware of all of the elders have been that careful in, in the dynamic, not to proliferate uh, the issue. But what I share is really applicable to where, whatever you're dealing with. Whatever challenge, when life kind of goes sideways and it's not going the way that you want it to, and it, it seems uh, strange to you, and you're trying to make sense of it. So turn with me there in your Bibles to Hebrews. Hebrews 12. When Derek asked me if I, if I would, almost instantly, the phrase in Verse 2, fix your eyes upon Jesus, Jesus, the, the human. He gives the human because that's God in bodily form. Fix your eyes on Jesus. That is what I said, God is, that is what I think I need to share with the folks. When life circumstances are confusing, when things do not go the way I want, the first response is to try and make some kind of sense out of it. And again, think about your life when something goes haywire and relationships go askew or at work or at home or whatever. You, you know, it's like within our nature, we dig and we scrape to find answers. We work hard at it because we're trying to resolve it and find a place of peace, a, a foothold that we can have. But in this life, we must make peace with at times not getting all the answers to our questions. We typically, it's our nature to ask the wrong question. We want to ask why. Again, whatever the circumstance, why did this happen? But the question we need to ask, what? Now, not, I'm not saying you never ask the question why. We do, and we try to grope and, and, and kind of come up with answers. Again, whatever the circumstances, but I think you will recognize in your own life, whatever your circumstances, sometimes you don't know. But one thing we do know, what? What is God calling me? You gotta ask this individually. What is God calling me? You gotta ask you, what is God calling me to? And that is for me to fix my eyes on Jesus Christ. 
And again, I'm not saying you, you don't reconcile, you don't try to uh, glean answers, but when all is said and done in this life and you're, you're there at the end, you're going to have questions that have never been answered in this life. But we're told to focus, to focus on Jesus Christ. We don't see Jesus Christ physically, but we do see him in how he has revealed himself in Scripture. This section of Scripture that I was drawn to, Hebrews 11 is what we call that Hall of Fame of Faith. These incredible men of the Old Testament. You want to talk about people who had to live their life without knowing why answers to why questions. It's the men of God in the Old Testament. They were called to take steps of faith that seemed counterintuitive to the natural scheme of things. And they did not always have an answer. But there's two things that was their anchor. Two things that need to be our anchor. That God is good and that God is in control. See, when life is uh, uh, crazy, fix your eyes on Jesus Christ. In the Old Testament, before Jesus Christ came, it was in the belief that God was good and that God was in control. But now in the New Testament, we have Jesus Christ, God in flesh, demonstrating so we could visually see through the testimony of people who written scriptures what that looks like. So that our confidence that this God, despite how life goes, this God is good. And this God is in control. I'm calling us to remember, certainly with this backdrop of this school church thing, this dispute, but whatever life throws at you, apply this. Even when you're accused, go back to Hebrews 12.2. Fix your eyes on some very foundational, basic beliefs that help you get through that. God is good, that God is in control. Fix your eyes on Jesus Christ. This passage of scripture here tells us that the Christian life is likened to a race. Tells us, don't get entangled. Let us run with perseverance the race that is marked out for us. This word race, it's not a stroll. We, we sometimes like to think it is. It's not an early morning walk through the park. It's a race. This word race is agona, A-G-O-N-A. We get the word agony from it. The picture we're getting here of this Christian life, this thing that we're doing and things get turned sideways a little bit here, it's a marathon. And there's agony in a marathon. Do not be surprised. This is life. There's agony. I wish it was not so. I wish it was not so, but you ask any marathon runner. I'm certainly not. There's agony in running a marathon. 
And when you're running a marathon or when you're living life and agony starts to uh, uh, become a part, um, you're starting to feel it, it starts playing tricks with you. It starts playing tricks with your mind. Agony shouts. Agony amplifies pain. Agony confuses. Agony distracts. Agony will begin getting your mind to ask, is God good? Is God really in control? The Christian life, if you are a follower of Jesus Christ, and you didn't get full disclosure when you came and received Jesus Christ, let me tell you now, it's a marathon race. Roll up your sleeve. We don't want you disillusioned. We don't want you to uh, uh, walk away because it didn't go the way you want it. If anything, it's during that season when things don't go the way you want, we want you to get a, a more clarity that your eyes are fixed upon Jesus Christ. Typically, until life demands it, our eyes are fixed on circumstances. Circumstances going the way I want. Circumstances that uh, bring me pleasure or success. It's when times like we're experiencing that each one of us gain clarity where it are my eyes fixed. Only you can do that. But that's what each one of us need to do. It takes discipline when agony shouts at you. You run a marathon by cultivating discipline, the discipline of fixing your eyes on one thing. See, the key here is fixing your eyes on one thing. This word fix that we see in this passage of Scripture 12.2, where it says, fix your eyes on Jesus Christ. It means to look away, to look away from all else. We certainly understand the importance of discipline of fixing our eyes on one thing and not being distracted when it comes to driving a car especially with the proliferation of cell phones. Distracted driving means driving while not fully paying attention to the road. Many people think of texting and driving or talking on the phone when driving. However, you can be distracted by reaching for your phone, by changing music, by using an app, checking your GPS or taking a photo, Checking your email. You can become distracted by eating and drinking or putting on makeup or grooming. Even talking to a passenger in your car can be a distraction. You are distracted anytime your mind and or your eyes are off the road. See, that's what this scripture's telling us. See how easily distracted we are. We've been incredibly distracted this week here. 
at Faith Christian School and Faith Church. Think about your own life and how easily you are distracted and the discipline it takes to exercise this scripture, this scripture to fix my eyes on Jesus Christ. Verse 3 tells us to consider. Consider. That word consider. That means take a step back. To reflect. To ponder. To meditate. To chew on. And what are we supposed to consider? Today. Whatever circumstances come your way trying to make sense of the circumstances you engage with. Verse 3, consider him, Jesus Christ, who endured such opposition from sinful men. Reflect on the life of Jesus Christ, who came unto his own and his own received him not. The accusations. You know, you think you got it bad. Consider God in the flesh comes down out of love and compassion and how humanity treated him. Consider that. Ponder it long enough to where it starts uh, leveraging, counter, uh, counterbalancing how you're feeling and thinking uh, about yourself in light of your circumstances, to the point where it tells us here, it helps you not to grow weary and that you would not lose heart. That's really hard when you're in the fire, when you're in the trial, when you're in the challenge. Uh, Peter, think about Peter, and this is uh, my closing. Think about Peter. Uh, throw the picture up. Peter, uh, Peter fixed his eyes on Jesus Christ. I have the greatest admiration of Peter uh, because uh, Christ told Peter, get out of the boat. Peter got out of the boat. His eyes were fixed on Jesus. But what he discovered that sometimes life happens around him in circumstances, especially uh, in life, and emotions get conjured up, and I start to get distracted. In conflict, when emotions get stirred up, what happens to you? What happens to your brain? What happens to your thinking? That is when we need to take a step back and consider. Fix our eyes on Jesus Christ. Consider Jesus Christ to calm us so that we can reflect Christ. That we would not grow weary. And then, you know, yeah, the second picture shows, you know, uh, uh, the storm, he realized, as much as his eyes were fixed on Jesus Christ, when certain circumstances of life converge, all, all of a sudden a, a reality percolates to the surface, and I realize I took my focus off that which was of first importance. What a great challenge for all of us, folks. Uh, this is, you know, if you're a non-Christian, this is why a lot of people stay away from the church. We talk about fixing our eyes on Jesus Christ, but when a given set of circumstances converge in our life 
and emotions take over and start to skew our thinking, all of a sudden we portray to the world a different focus. They call that hypocrisy. Let me conclude with the words of the great hymn. Uh, just one phrase there, you know, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Some of us older folks remember these words. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of the earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Let's pray. Father, God, this challenge uh, that I present is for everyone. It's not about sides. That's where we want to go with our why questions. We want to go to, this is what. What are you calling me in my heart, in my mind to? Where am I to fix my focus? Trusting that the specifics, the whys are going to be worked out through your leaders, Lord. We have a long way to go, God. Individually, I know in my own life, to mature and grow in Christ and truly experience that, fixing my eyes on Christ when something goes awry or I don't like. May we aspire to that increasingly, Lord. May we encourage one another in that. Because, God, you are good, and ultimately, Lord, you're the one in control, and there we rest. Amen.